Ooh, what up, Again, we're back for round two. Uh, UFC 272 is coming this weekend. Obviously, there's some other MMA news uh, on the horizon right now. So we are coming back to give you a, a little bit of a, a finisher version of knockouts. Three counts won't be quite as long as the regular shows as we already had one today with TZ Jones before AEW Revolution this weekend. We made picks for the card, talked about the We Are One project for AEW. Uh, we talked about Cody Rhodes' influence in there. So anybody uh, from the pro wrestling ilk, plenty of good stuff in there. Um, but now we got some fights to talk about. But since we haven't gotten to talk about it yet, um, how y'all feeling about, uh, well, first of all, what are your thoughts on the TZ episode? And uh, second of all, uh, what are your thoughts on all this stuff with Cain Velasquez? Oof. Well, first episode went fine. I guess this is kind of like a weird two. You, this should have definitely been two separate We're doing questions. Two days, man. <laughs> two days. Uh, we never stop around here. The, the episode was great earlier. The news is less than great. <laughs> um, very unfortunate uh, story to come out about former champ Cain uh, Velasquez. For anyone who may not know. Uh, supposed story is that one of his children was got molested, unfortunately, and he went to go deal with the attacker because the uh, the California justice system uh, kind of fucked up, in my opinion, and uh, allowed him out on uh, house arrest and didn't even bother to uh, file, you know, continue up on charges. They were just basically allowing him to be out on house arrest, and as any uh, good father would do in my opinion he, he went to go handle the business himself you know it's an unfortunate thing i really hope the uh best for the whole you know velasquez family and uh let's just hope that uh true justice is served in this one you know there's there should be one person behind bars and it shouldn't be kane in my opinion yeah i agree man i uh Kind of dug into the story just to kind of see and get my facts straight. It's a very, it's, it's really unfortunate, man. But how do you blame the guy? Like, what, I mean, yep. you can't really say he that you wouldn't do it. You can't really blame yep. him for doing it. So it's like, like you said, the wrong guy is behind bars right now, man. And hopefully, like, I, I understand the whole criminal justice system. I get it. Mm -hmm. You can't take justice into your own hands. I understand that. But right. and at, at the very least, hopefully they you know, soften the blow on him. Don't throw the book at him because like you said, as any good father would, the dude was doing what he had to do. I mean, just, I, I'm sure the reason why it didn't get handled this way before everything came out and he was out on house arrest and shit like that is because Kane did have some faith in the judicial system that it was going to be handled appropriately. That was not the case. You, you don't allow somebody like that out, whether on house arrest or whatever the case. So, uh, in, in my opinion, at least, and it's just unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate all around because all it really does is it's like a double whammy on the uh, Velasquez family more than it, yeah. you know, like it, it it hurts the other you know people involved and stuff like that. But really, it just hurts the family even more. So it's just that much more unfortunate in my in my opinion. So my thoughts on it are this. I think 
you know, at the same time, I totally understand what J-Bone was saying as far as the, you know, we have a justice system for a reason. You know, you can't just go doing, you know, shit on your own. But I, and again, as I talked about this morning on Schwartz's Wake and Bake, um, you know, as a, you know, as a Christian and all those things, those things are important to me. But at the same time, man, like, and I understand you can't just go shooting people. Like, I understand, you know, right. like somebody else shouldn't have to like because it wasn't even the guy who did it that got shot like no 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 no, but let me no 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 but let me i know that but let me finish my statement first i'm not saying that guy should have got off what i'm saying is only thing i think kane really did wrong is that a he got the wrong guy and b you know chasing the guy in a car that's never a good look now that being said again like you said and like you said I have a nephew now. I don't have kids of my own. But even if I did, look, dude, that's just shit you don't do. I don't know. Like, I don't know how else to put it. And I mean, I can't say that if something like that happened to my nephew or if I ever have a niece, God forbid, dude, I'd be losing my shit, too. Like, I can't say I wouldn't have done the exact same thing. So I can't say I blame Kane for what's going on. For those of you who don't know, Kane Velasquez, uh, former UFC heavyweight champion, was also in WWE and has been doing wrestling with uh, AAA. Um, you know, he is now being charged with attempted murder and uh, a bunch of a whole other slew of charges. Um, I, what I are your guys' thoughts? Though, I feel as though Dana White summed it up best with his quote. A lot of guys say if something like that was to happen, that's what they would do, and Kane did it. So, yeah, uh, you know. I can't argue it, and, and that's the thing. Like I said, I'm not a guy – like, I'm not saying condone and just go out and shoot somebody, but, bro, like, yeah. I don't know a man alive that if it's your daughter or something like that, and what the guy's being accused of is sexually assaulting her, and they're saying it's in upwards of 100 times. Like, dude yeah. – that's pretty bad. Again, I understand not taking the law into your hands, but I also can completely understand where somebody would say they'd have a temporary uh, insanity plea. Good lord! Yeah, um, I mean, what's, yeah, yeah. You got to imagine what that does to your mind, dude. Like that just obviously takes you to places you you never go. So it's like you can't blame them. It's hard to blame yeah. them now. Hurting innocent people—that that's a whole other issue. You know, I think that that should be handled correctly. But as far as you know, what he was trying to do, what he was meaning to do, and who he was trying to do it to, like you said, how you can't blame the guy. You just know way you can blame him. All right. I, all I'm saying, you know, not to get, you know, all hood or street on the – if I got a problem with somebody and they're riding around with somebody else and somebody else is actively trying to defend the person I got a problem with, I, I now have a problem with those people as well. So – that's just right. how that's just how life works, yeah. True. And I, and and that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that what he did was wrong, but I mean, there's yeah. so many details of it that we don't know with them driving around like that too. So it's like, mm-hmm. like I say, I don't condone it. I don't condone just randomly shooting somebody. But hey, man, I also can understand wanting to defend your family. But like I said, in my opinion, free cane this way. Uh, yeah. but, uh, enough for that shit. We've got, we already talked about the big pay-per-view that we've got this Sunday in AW revolution, which I, for one, am really looking forward to. 
Like, I mean that you can't re- like, again, yeah. for, any, for anybody who, for anybody who may have missed the episode earlier, go ahead and go back and check that out because we did, we did a full breakdown of the whole card. So it's going to be a banger dude. And that dog collar match is going to be some gnarly ass shit to watch, dude. Like I said, uh, J-Bone is coming Talking through. We're going to be watching. Hey, Go ahead. Did you see? Uh, did you guys see what Donald put up on Twitter? It was uh, the side-by-side photo of Tommy Vendetta and CM Punk both bleeding on the white shirt. Did you guys catch that earlier? <laughs> ah, I no, I didn't oh, see I like that. that. dude. That was cool as hell, man. Talk shout out to Donald some... if you're in here. Whoever's in there, shout out in the comments. Let us know who's watching. Talk mm-hmm. about some things to see or, I guess, to not see really because it wasn't all that eventful the the uh, press conference just wrapped up shortly before the uh, episode started uh were you guys able to check it out oh yeah dude it was i gotta play it was it was like high school it was like high school it was like well you little bitch you you liar and and that was marissa paid for our bills and and Blah, 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 blah. Okay, wait. So somebody explain to me because right now on 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 the the panel you got uh, Jorge with the the briefcase with the video yeah, inside they... of it. The briefcase <laughs> with the video. Me. Explain this. What is this? What am I watching here? Somebody that's the that's the video that I had preferenced earlier in our little short before the show went live. It was so apparently he. Jorge got his hands on one of these super limited edition Panani cards or however you say the card company that does the cards for the UFC. Mm. It was one of the Jersey cut signature, like super limited mint, you know, Colby Covington cost you way too much for a fucking card. Yeah. It was a Colby Covington (laughs) card. And, uh, I guess Jorge felt the need to, uh, take a Bic lighter to the corner of it. Uh, Pull the page out of Floyd Mayweather's book. Set it on fire momentarily, just enough to burn Colby's face off of it, to then put it out. And now goes to uh, put it out in a different way, where it's now a one-of-one official Jorge Masvidal special edition card for sale, is what he said in the uh, press conference. You know, it's crazy. We'll we'll see what somebody's actually going to buy that. Somebody's yeah, I, actually gonna purchase that. So I, as, I, as dumb as it looks, yeah, dude's making I, money right now. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious what that goes for, especially because it got like the press conference buzz and all that. Right, like, right. What do you think? say you're watching the press conference? I want to know what you think of this one. Um <laughs> I'm I'll I'll give Colby this. You know, to be honest, the more George talks, I really like. I don't know how much of Colby shit I really believe. I don't know, man. Because like either. sometimes I really wonder if who he you, just he's piping it. But at the same who time, who do you man, guys I, believe in this rivalry? Uh, not to interrupt. I you, think I'm it's not. a mixture of both. To be honest, I feel like the truth it's is really hard. somewhere in the middle. It's really hard not to. I mean, because Jorge's a believable guy, right? I mean, let's let's be honest, dudes. From and the his street. story hadn't changed at all. And then, and like, I will say this: Did you? Kathy, if you're watching, I want to know if if you peep this. But did you peep when when uh, Colby was asked uh, to talk about when he was supposedly supposed to be released by the UFC because they were tired of his shit before he did the uh, Damian Maya fight and cut the promo where he was just talking all kinds of shit on Brazil? Like, and Dana stopped and he said, "What the fuck did you tell them?" 
No, no, he didn't. didn't he said, that. I don't know exactly this, the case. And no, I'm saying when he it. moved away from the mic, he said, what the fuck did you tell him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, you can clearly uh, hear it. If you go back and watch, he steps yeah, away from the mic like this and goes, what the fuck did you tell them? <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, um, if uh, that. If that's the case, it sounds like because Dana was like, I don't remember anything about it. He claims it was all Sean Shelby. Yep. So it was just kind of funny. It was all Sean Shelby. A lot of talk. It's a lot of talking in this rivalry, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to be talked into the fight, dude. And honestly, this was one of them. But so, dude, there's just something about Kobe coming. Like he legit pisses me off. And I, hey, look, in wrestling, that he guy's could do out, wrestling. Right? I mean, he's in, already in dabbled his feet in it with impact. Right. In yeah. professional wrestling, the, the dude is doing his best work right now by pissing me off. That's exactly what he wants me to be. But as this, you like, know, the saying MMA does man. pro wrestling better than pro wrestling. Does. Yeah, right, right. It's just like, dude, I uh, we will get to the prediction part later. But like, fuck, it's like a coin flip for me right now. It's like, all right, I hate this guy, but I want to see this guy win. And this guy <laughs> might not win, but I hate this guy. It's like. Well, I was looking for a way to squeeze it in anyway. So if you're if you're saying the fight is a coin flip in your eyes, the odds are heavily in Covington's favor, man. If yeah. you're looking to yeah. potentially make a couple bucks on this, any of the viewers and stuff out there as well. Oh, it's Masvidal by knockout all day. Yeah, Jorge. Yeah. Well, not even you don't even have to go by knockout. You could just say. Let me check the. Uh, there's so many the, different. Oh areas. shit! People coming in in the comments. Masvidal is not an hey, elite. Mike, fighter. that's that's what I was talking about when we were hey, just playing hey, Warzone before I got yeah. in. That's who had me on there. Mike was killing it on there with me. Now, question. Yo, uh, when are you guys coming to play? with me at Detroit yeah. Knockout. I let you guys hey, know in the last one. episode, damn it, the, that's been the gamer tag. I've that's been hey Corey's my witness. Did me and our buddy Jesse, who sometimes pop here in the comments, did we or did we not? And Corey was involved for some of them too. We rifled off five of them bitches in Warzone the other day. So hi yeah. damn it. Five of them bitches. Broke it. Broke I call it. that a made up Sunday a good Sunday getting them dubs. <laughs> Broke ass Warzone games, fucking broke as hell. You ain't can't, can't even play regular Warzone on Sunday play. because you can't get into anything but Rebirth. No, shit's Were you guys playing hell. regular but, or Rebirth? I, I don't know, man. I want to get time doing this shit. All I did fucking you get to come was back or was it one time and you're dead? Oh no, no, we got to come back. Okay, so, so yeah. you played Rebirth. So I'm, I'm sitting there with well, sweaty hands and anxiety back, all the time. Could have bought him back, so it's hard to say. It's fun though. I tell you, I liked it. I, I want to know since his uh, his buddy's going hard on Masvidal, does he consider then Colby an elite level fighter? Because you know, if he says Masvidal's not, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. I feel as though for the money and especially the betting line, the way it is, it, it might maybe worth tossing a couple bucks on Jorge. He oh, dude, it's totally worth chance, tossing but, some money so, on Jorge. Yeah. It's totally worth putting so, some money on Jorge, but here's. Masvidal to win by knockouts plus four hundred right now. Fuck yeah, I'll yeah. take them odds because if he wins, that's how he's gonna win. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, man, more than likely. I mean, let's be honest. If 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 you were to ask anybody on the street if Masvidal is gonna beat Colby Covington, how's he gonna do it? Knock him the fuck out. Right, right. That's gonna be the answer you get. Now, to answer your question, you asked: Is Colby Covington? Do I see Colby Covington as an elite fighter? Um. I totally do, and here's why. Um, 
because outside of Kamara Uzman, I believe he's the number two best welterweight in the world. Period. Yeah. I don't think he's. I think he's a level below Kamara Uzman because yes, did he fight him tough both times? Sure, but the way Uzman handled business this last time. I'm sorry, Colby. Colby, even if he wins this Masvidal fight, I feel like we'll have to fight the winner of. Uh, that's shit. When is Leon Edwards getting his title shot? That's what the <laughs> well, fuck I want. You gotta know. remember. You remember the the pretty gruesome pictures that Dana posted of uh, Kamaru Usman's hand just a, about a month ago yeah. now or something. So you yeah, gotta give. Like, okay, well then give the champ some time to heal. All right, I'm but fine with that. But still, who the fuck gets the next shot? Is my point. It, it's supposed to be Leon Edwards. The rumbles are that it's going to be international fight week. Uh, so that's what July. So if that's the case, I'm not, you know, I'm not arguing with that. I feel like that's a good matchup for it. And so, you know, you got to give the chance right. some time to heal up. So let's get to some predictions. Bryce Mitchell got him some fucking camo shorts. Some fucking camo shorts. I ain't going to lie. Dude. Dude. <laughs> that dude is a character, ain't he? I love that dude, guy. Dude, taking man. it. Dude, you talk about pictures in his straight up fucking knee high boots and shit. You know, oh it, my gosh, he, uh, he look, couldn't bro. have played into it anymore. You know, dude. The thing is, though, that's what I was about to say. Though, to me, bro, like, hey, call it wanting to hear a good story or whatever you want, but dude, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's like a thing, man. Because like the thing that stuck out to me was, dude. The, that guy is this. I feel like that guy would be the same guy if you met him at the airport, is the yeah. same guy yeah. that's out there in the mud. Like the way he st- and grabbed Greg Hardy and was like, Hey, man, like, you know, I'm praying for your health. Hope you have a speedy recovery, brother, blah, blah, blah. Like everybody that was going through the hospital. It's great to see people that are like just, you know, that are good spirited and project that. And that's just what you see. But, you know, what I want to talk about is this motherfucker can rap. <laughs> have J Bone as the music connoisseur right, here. Right. Have you checked out the uh, Bryce Mitchell country rap? You know what? I'm gonna put that on in rotation on the next show. <laughs> you got, dude. You got. Hey, to. I I will, man. We're me and my there buddy. There is Nate a couple about legit today. bangers like, on it. Dude is not, he's not half bad. He ain't the worst. Oh, oh people are checking in on Twitter. I, uh, Corey, Corey underscore 80. I asked, who do y'all want to see win this fight? Or who do you think's going to win this fight? And he says, Colby, of course. Okay. I think Kobe, you know, if, if Usman's not in the division, I think Kobe's your champ right now. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. It's not it really is. an argument. What, what surprised what is, me the most, right? Like you guys said, you guys checked out the press conference and stuff. I don't know if you've made it to this point yet or not, Jayvon. But when they when they separated, broke the stage up, and they were just about to do the face-offs and stuff, the crowd was chanting Colby. I heard Colby yeah. more than I heard Jorge. I heard both, but I heard that a lot too. I heard Colby more than I heard Jorge, and I was genuinely surprised about that because I knew, like, you know, he has tons of fans, you know, mm. for good, both good and bad reasons, right? Like, you know, right. some people just like the shit talk and some people like his performances. I lean towards the latter, but, you know, uh, it it was genuinely surprising to me to hear how much the crowd was behind Colby. So, yeah, maybe it is, you know, 
no surprise Colby in a lot of these uh, people's opinions because it seems like the crowd's behind him. Yeah. Now, do we think that you think he's got any shot of finishing Masvidal? Yeah. Only by yeah. pressure's sake. Mm -hmm. Like a ground yeah. and pound situation, maybe. Well, maybe by punches, even uh, it doesn't got to be on the ground, yeah. but it just, I don't think if he finishes him, I don't think there's any way that he can finish him quick. I really don't. I don't think Kobe has the power to do that. Uh, plus, I just imagine a lot of wrestling thing. by him in this one. Like his pressure on wrestling could, could really work out for him on this one. Hell yeah, Kathy, you made the better choice. She goes, I didn't watch it all. Shut it off, but she's still watching <laughs> us. That's what I'm talking I about. Do not I do not blame you, Kathy. It was an absolute shit show. Yeah, me, they were, yeah. they were going back and forth, just throwing insults, not letting one, one another get any uh, word in edgewise. So I can't blame you for tuning that one off. At least uh, you won't hear us arguing on this. This thing. isn't your uh, Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz type of uh, press conference, that's for sure. You got Dana in the middle, just, just looking like a red cherry over there, <laughs> looking back and forth like, Jesus, man. Come on, guys. Yeah, I know they were. Dude, Jaina's just back there yeah. trying to look all jacked and shit. Like, yeah. But let me to to get back to where we we yeah, where we were going with it all. Wait, wait, stop! I, I feel as though <laughs> this is for real a huge <laughs> test for uh, Bryce Mitchell for him just to get thrown in against the likes of uh, Edson Barbosa, man. Yeah, that is a for real fight in the uh, featherweight division and. Realistically, if Bryce Mitchell is able to pull this off, he kind of proves a lot of doubters wrong. And not that there's Kathy that many doubters. At the least, ringmaster of the shit show. <laughs> at, at least, at least not in Vegas. There's not a lot of doubters because yet again, Bryce Mitchell coming in as a sizable favor favorite. Maybe want to throw some money on Edson Barbosa. Just saying, I'm a, I am a Bryce Mitchell fan, but this is a big test, man. When you go from beating the likes of like a Andre Feely, I think it was like a year and a half ago. You take such a big layoff due to partially injury and just, you know, time off. And then you come back in and you face the likes of Edson Barbosa, even if he is kind of getting older and so on and so forth, it's still Barbosa, man. And if if Bryce Mitchell isn't able to get him down, I, I feel Oh, if they're on the feet, bro. I, I shit. Edson yeah. Barbosa is tough for anybody on the feet. Yeah, there you go. Then, Uncle Chase, every time you come in here, you cause problems today. <laughs> we, we, I mean, hey, if you want to come in, like I said, the door is wide open. I'm watching Shang-Chi right now, but for real, the main event should be a great fight. Both men are super overrated, though, and neither <laughs> have beat a current top 10 guy. Not super interested, even as a hardcore fan. Damn. Really? Damn. Wow. You're not even interested in all the wow. back and forth with you being a wrestling guy? Damn, it's a bit steep, though. I, I mean, it. it's not even a title fight, dude. We're paying. Oh no, it's definitely still but, expensive. I'm yeah, with that 100. percent But you could you got count, a point. You could count what Masvidal did to uh, Leon Edwards that three piece in a soda as a victory against a legit <laughs> contender in the division. So I don't know. Not official. Not official one. victory. <laughs> That's got to be on his tapology, right? Like unofficial bout so, yeah. dub. You know, like. But in all seriousness, yeah, it, it, this one's just being sold as a pay-per-view just because of the simple fact. You, I mean, you guys it's going to sell pay-per-views. I bet you it does well, better than some of the other ones. A, than a lot of them. I bet it does better than a lot of pay-per-views that have two title fights on it. 
But yeah. what I was going to get to is you guys all the time, you know, you guys both being the wrestling guys, you guys always bring up the storyline that, you know, they they never take enough time to build up, you know, yeah, this one, this story was so big and still is until Saturday, really, mm-hmm. you know, until we get to see how it plays out, that this was like, everybody was clamoring for it to be the, the coaches are tough. They wanted to see how it played out over a long time. It, and it, it's a real rivalry rivalry with some real tension. Like you can, you can see it, even if it is just two guys like throwing jabs back and forth, yeah. you know, in the press conference and shit, they do want to beat the shit out of each other, especially Jorge. You can see it. I don't even care. Off. I don't want to talk no more. I just want to punch him in the face. They, yeah, can't, like, they can't even get him. They can't even get him into a face-off position. Because he's trying to kick him. And <laughs> he's trying to kick leg. him. And this is Kobe. Kobe's pointing his finger at him. Like, dude, Kobe's is- like, why are you so mad, Jorge? Why the fuck are you so mad? He's like, because I don't fucking like you. <laughs> it, like it was as you know as basic and as upfront as you could get but like pretty much it, on the nose you know it, it and it's that's well, the intensity that it brings you guys bring up the, the storyline in wrestling all the time yeah. that's why this one has earned its way into the main event of a well, pay-per-view slot is the story of a guy that involved. knows storylines and knows what you know brings in the green and puts asses in seats. Uncle Chase says he's hot with predictions right now, and he says he's got Masvidal. All right. Yep. I mean, you might not be wrong, dude. I mean, he can knock him out for One, sure. That's why I'm saying if he wins, it's going to be by knockout. So if I'm betting on Masvidal, mm-hmm. I'm betting on him to win and by knockout. Yeah. One. Oh. One storyline. Oh, yeah. I've only seen that down. Look at. What I'm doing right. over here, I'm putting Check together. Check him out at Mr. Chainsaw. Shout that. out it's to not, Mr. Chainsaw. It's not a credential, but it's a marker. I'm going to put the over here. When we, when we talk on Saturday, we're going to have this official knockouts and three counts main card parlay, okay? Somebody, we're going we're gonna to put it up on Twitter. Somebody's going to win a bunch of money, and then you guys are all going to buy T-shirts with the money. So every time you guys make a prediction, I'm writing it down over here. Cool? Cool. Well, one one so, thing I feel is though before we do start making actual predictions and stuff, and while we're still I thought we were the, well, we're <laughs> talking about the main event still, right? That was the last sentence that was talked before the whiteboard. One thing I feel is though that hasn't been brought up. It has been in a couple of outlets and stuff, but uh, not enough. I feel is though I need to shine a light on it. Should I say, is uh, Jorge has never suffered a KO knockout in his career until his last fight. Until you know, I don't, I don't see. But Jorge... Usman proved that he's got legit crack. I don't think. Yeah, Kobe no, I'm not. Covington... Say, I'm not saying like, oh, now his chin or something like that. I'm just saying, are we going to see the same aggression and stuff? I don't feel as though Jorge is the type that something like that's going to affect him long term into his career or something. I feel as though he should be able to bounce back with his, you know, with just the mentality he brings into the octagon. Octagon. But that being said, I mean. That's real. Like you've seen it, like completely fuck people's careers when they mm-hmm. suffer that first KO loss. So, thoughts, guys, thoughts. No, I mean, I don't think especially considering that was his last was that his was his last yeah. fight, right? So for that to happen two times in a row or suffer something like that twice in a row, you know, his mental is different right now. It, one, it's uh, either going to be shit. It's either going to be shit, and it's going to happen. He's going to suffer from it. He's going to get his ass whooped, or he knows what not to do now. And how not to let that happen, and he's going to work against that. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. To, like I said, as we said in the beginning, it's a freaking coin flip. If you ask me, in that sense, man, you just you don't know which Jorge Masvidal you're going to get. Mm-hmm. 
here's the thing. I think the reason why that doesn't necessarily uh, affect him so much in the fight, and the, the, those of you guys who are watching, do you think the fact that he got knocked out is really going to affect him? Um, I don't know, man. I, so normally I would say a knockout definitely affects a guy, but in this case, I really don't know that it will affect him only in that I don't think Colby has the power to knock him out. And secondly, uh, I believe that how motivated it's made Masvidal is going to keep him in the right mind frame for it. Yeah. Now, dude's dude's nickname is fucking Gamebred, right? Like, so what, <laughs> a knockout. That's, right, stop right, him, right. You know? like, that's why I'm saying. So, I mean, even if he gets caught, I just I feel like the motivation is going to yeah. put him there for this fight. Now, if he loses this fight again, or he's going to have to you know stick to these high money fights. But I mean, I'm sure. He's getting paid. I mean, if you paid attention to the, the press conference, he said he's getting pay-per-view points. Colby Covington isn't. So, and, he j- right. and even though he had many fights left on his deal, I think it was still like four fights or something. He they just, just signed re-signed a new, a new deal. Yeah, they just signed a new deal going into this fight. So he's going to be – I believe they said he's in like the top three uh, you know, active fighters for pay. Which, if that's the case, it's wild. I mean, with all the people that are in the UFC. But you got to remember, it's it who draws, bro. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Don't get me wrong. He, he deserves yeah. a nice fat paycheck. But it, it is wild to, to think that he's one of the few non-champs earning not only pay-per-view points, but such a high contract, you know, contracted amount. Well, good so, for good for him and his manager. Right? I mean, here's the thing, dude. It's the same argument that you have to give with Connor, bro. And like we were talking about this too. You know, when you really think about it, as much as I hate to say it, with the state of what 155 is really about to be at, especially if Poirier goes up to welterweight, if it's timed correctly, Connor McGregor could go right back in for another title fight. <laughs> They're already talking about it. But, but that's my but that's my whole point though. Like, and the thing is, if we're talking about money wise, if we're talking about purely the reason why motherfuckers are coming to watch this fight, Conor McGregor is gonna make more money than anybody. Yes. And even if you even if you don't like it, at a certain point, it just that's how the cookie crumbles. G. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't get paid more money as a champion, but when you match up, like, it's, take it's this. It's about putting ass in seats. Well, right, and yeah. what I was going to say right. is when you look at it like this, like, okay, so it's one thing to say, like, a guy like Masvidal, right, who, like, okay, yes, he's lost a couple fights, so is Connor, but he's not fighting. Um, he's already been beaten twice by the world champion, so is Connor. But the thing is, bro, no matter what arena it's in, Look down the top the list of top pay-per-views for the UFC. Connor McGregor's name, if I'm not mistaken, is in at least five of the top ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't have to fight his way back up. I mean, quite frankly, I've said this for a long time. If Connor McGregor loses again, dude, they're I mean, what the fuck? It's like I feel like at every fight we're saying that, but then again, I mean, is it safe to say that Connor McGregor might be approaching uh Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz territory because Nate hasn't more, won a ton of fights either. I would say even more so, I, but in the same realm, right? Because it, it, in my opinion, if Nate would have won that fight against Leon, it, he would have been. Oh no, shit! He should have been, you know, no doubt. Yep. So, but 
Dana's kind of been asked about it because the rumbling started to come out that, you know, Connor's going to step in, you know, the timing kind of works out and everything. And honestly, as much as I'm not like the world's biggest Connor fan, I rooted against him hard in his last couple fights, you know, facing Dustin and such, but I could definitely see it happening. I could definitely see it happening, especially if, if, uh, uh, Charles Oliveira is able to get the victory over uh, Justin in his next fight. That If he beats Gaethje, I could definitely see it happening just because of the simple fact. Islam, if he would have took the fight with RDA, got the victory this weekend after coming out on social media and talking all that shit about wanting to fight him and, you know, the matchup that never happened, this, that, and the other. And then for him to step back and not take the fight behind the scenes, Dana White came out publicly and said, well, all right, well, we're going to wait for Darius then, and we're going to run that matchup back. So what that tells me is they're already kind of setting their ducks in a row. You know, that was, in my eyes, the clearest number one contender behind Gaethje. And they're now saying for sure he's getting another fight against somebody who's coming off a broken leg. So it's not like mm-hmm. he's going to be back next week or something and they're going to run this back you know in a month well it looks like dana dana's pissed that he said he was going to step in and didn't and yeah i mean for good reason right if you talk that shit be be about that shit well especially when khabib well especially when khabib is coming out saying that if if connor beats islam then khabib would come back to fight him so I mean, and, you're talking a whole lot of cash. I mean, do you? I mean, and all and, of you guys who are watching, you know, what do you guys think uh, in this situation? And then we're gonna run down our picks after this. And another thing that Dana said when he was uh, approaching this topic, I guess you could say, is that Charles Oliveira has a lot of say in this, right? Like he's the champ. He he defended it. Now, uh, what will be twice if he beats Gaethje? You know, put in that amazing fight against Chandler to win the belt. He he has some say so against who he wants to face, and I, I would imagine with the payday that's uh, presented, if he's fighting the likes of a Conor McGregor, that's the that's the route he would want to go. I mean, it, it would just be it would make the most sense and dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, appreciate all you guys joining the stream. Let us know who you're picking for UFC 272. You got Colby Covington. You got. Or a Masvidal. It seems pretty unanimous over here. We're all going with Colby Covington. But that being said, with the odds on Masvidal, I am not opposed to throwing a few dollars on game bread. Um, all right. Well, we were talking about Bryce Mitchell and his camo shorts versus Edson Barbosa. Um, I don't know, man. I like Edson Barbosa, but you know what? I'm going to go with the young buck. Like I said, I just really like his energy. Ballsy. I'm going with I'm going with Bryce Mitchell. He's gonna catch him a catfish, catch him a dub on Saturday. Hey, and he and he's the fa- slight favorite too for this fight. So it's not even slight, if I'm not mistaken. It was like minus two hundred or some shit. Right, right now minus one seventy. Okay, so, so it's went down. Yeah, it went down a little bit. So yeah, he, he's got a chance. So, but at the yeah. same time, if you're chasing the money, Barbosa would be the way to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, a Barbosa fight's only going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to take him down and hold him down, or it's yeah. going to be a barn burner. Right. But yeah, I'm it's... with you on that, Kyle. I, I think Bryce Mitchell's going to get that one. And uh, I, I, I hope I hope when he cuts his little promo, he does a little rap for us. It'd be dope. Dude, that guy can <laughs> fucking I'd rap. Love I'd love to see it. 
he just rips the mic out of Joe Rogan's hand and just spits on his drop. But no, in all honesty, with this one, man, I am so like indecisive on this one. This is one of my fights I've been looking forward to the most. I would have personally loved to see it as a five rounder at the main event of a fight night, more so myself, just to further prove is Bryce, you know, is Bryce Mitchell ready? He's he's garnered the fanfare, in my opinion. Let's see, but. Either way, this is a real test against somebody that is far more proven against, you know, higher level competition. And it's going to be a step up. We're going to figure out if he's ready or he's still got to move. Well, I don't know if it's a step up as much as it is like a whole floor up, you know, (laughs) from his level of competition before. And that's what worries me the most. You guys both kind of confidently seemed like you picked Bryce. And I feel as though that's not the case, in my opinion. I, I, I want Bryce to win. But I feel like Edson Barbosa may be able to get this one done, man. I really do. I I wouldn't doubt it. I'm not doubting Edson Barbosa yeah. at all. I just think that the wrestling pressure of Bryce Mitchell yeah, that's is going to carry him in on that. And that, for that's, me, that's the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. Um, for pressure, any of you guys pressure, watching, pressure. you know, who are you guys picking in this fight? You like Bryce Mitchell in the camo shorts? Here, since clearly people are listening, since our episode from earlier this week with Joel Bateman, you know, you got Joel Bateman versus Tommy Vendetta, and then Tommy Vendetta was on the week before that. I think that's what I'm going to watch tonight. I got uh, – I got Bel Air to watch still, and uh, then after that, I think I might have to go check out the rest of uh, RPW and uh, Mr. Chainsaw, or not Mr. Chainsaw, it was RPW, and I'll watch Mr. Chainsaw as well, but RPW and uh, ICW No Holds Barred. Uh, Again, shout out to uh, Randy West and Schwartzy. I was on Wake and Bake with... uh, Schwartzy this morning that was uh quite the experience like i said maybe we'll have to run into him in texas um but all right we made our picks on that fight the next fight we got on the docket you've got marina rodriguez versus jan i don't know how the hell to say <laughs> Shall not. yeah there you go look at Corey pulling out the names hi damn it there you go. Well, who do you got in this one since you know her name so well? Do you got uh, Marina Rodriguez or do you yes, got Shonan? I, to, to give you the the quick and short, yes, I have Marina Rodriguez just because she has been on such a hot streak. I, I do not understand how this fight is not on the main card when you have like the likes of Greg Hardy and Sergey Spivak on there. So it. it it kind of is like I don't know. I don't see Greg Hardy on the CBS MMA article as far as the main card. He he's the opening to the main card is the last yeah, order I look at. Yeah, right. What I'm yeah. seeing, he's listed as the opening fight. And in my opinion, Marina Rodriguez coming off the decisive win in a main event in her last fight deserves a little better, in my opinion. But not mad at that be- at all. That that being said, I feel as though this is going to be another showcase, man. Shaunan is more of a striker. She doesn't usually implement her grappling too much. She tries to stand and uh, implement the more, you know, Asian style, you know, not Muay Thai necessarily, but, you know, striking dominant uh, attack. And uh, I feel like Marina Rodriguez with the length and just her ability to outpunch people, man, she's been able to beat all these girls to the punch so far. I feel like we're going to see another uh, example of that come Saturday. And J-Bone, where are you at on this one? Uh, I can agree, man. I mean, how do you say it again? Shonan? She's, yeah. She's dangerous, yeah, though. I mean, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at her past fights, dude. Besides her, her very last fight, she lost. 
I'm seeing from what I see, she won that six in a row, mm-hmm. you know, so she's got a chance, but oh, like absolutely. I said, if we're, if we're doing safe money here, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Rodriguez as well. So mm-hmm. I, man, that, you ain't been not, on the show long on, enough to know scared money. Don't make no money. That's not on the main card. Correct. No, correct. Uh, it's crazy to me. Okay. We got some prelim fights to bet. <laughs> there that's honestly, if you're not even considering buying the pay-per-view for this fight, there is some bangers on the pay-per-view. There's so many top level talent fighters, even if you may not. You mean on the prelims? Yeah. That's what I say on the pay-per-view twice. Yeah. On the prelim, (laughs) on the prelims and both the, the if you don't want to buy the pay-per-view, there's going to be a banger on the (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. It's funny what carts make you say, you know, no, but that being said, blame it uh, on the cart. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, riddle there's there's some bangers <laughs> on the pay-per-view and early paper or prelim yet again did it again twice but i know you were thinking about the bud okay, tender yeah, i was yeah, too it's been a long day all right we've done two shows i'll take any excuse i can get up to this point hey man i i'll i'll go with it like i said uh i think marina rodriguez gets this one done i think uh, I think she's more superior on the feet. Uh, I think it'll be a good fight. I'm surprised it's not on the main card, but I'm also going with Rodriguez, so I'm in the same boat as you guys on that one. All right. Now, the first fight that they've got here on the main card, according to UFC.com, you've got Sergey Spivak versus Greg Hardy. Look, man, Greg Hardy is a hell of an athlete. I can't get with Greg Hardy because I just... <laughs> It's too much BS for me. So in this one, I'm gonna make it short, sweet, and to the point. I'm going with Spivak. Yeah, he's starting to really play into like the heel role. Like, I I feel as though he he's got to win to make that heel role work. He, he, I yeah. feel as though yeah. he thought though that maybe the MMA community would like get over the you know accusations and stuff from the beginning and stuff and so on and so forth. And that was never the case, right? Like to your point, Kyle, I I can't, I just can't get behind him. And it's just been something that's followed him throughout his whole. My problem is just his excuses with the fighting, though. It's not even so much the shit outside the cage, like okay, like Like what, like inhaler gate or what are we talking? My thing is like, look, dude, (laughs) you were you were an NFL athlete, right? Right. which means you're one of the top 1% athletes in the world and you have had the top fucking coaches around you for how many years teaching you how to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Why are you as an as a heavyweight of all things in such shitty shape? You think he's Good in bed like oh you He's not cardio wise. Yes. Cardio-wise, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes, cardio-wise, dude, there's no reason that you're a pro football player and his cardio is that shitty, especially when it's happened in multiple fights. That there yeah. would be an excuse, in my opinion, coming off of his NFL stint because the way the NFL works, right? It's short, short bursts of thirty at you know five, ten seconds. A long play may run twenty seconds in the NFL, so it's short bursts, right? So I could understand where he was getting tired. He was going in there trying to knock dudes out trying to get it done within the first you know minute. I, mean, I and get half, that and that's minutes. part so, of heavyweight fighting in some but way. at this stage in his career I completely agree with you when you've been when it's been showcased that that is your flaw right you go in there you try to knock people out you get gassed past the like the two minute mark three minute mark and then you'll come into the next couple rounds 
with uh, the initial burst because you had the minute of rest time. But other than that, you're just dead for the rest of the round. And you would think with the level of training and the level of people around him, he's training at a great gym and so on and so forth, that he would improve on that stuff. But I, I genuinely just think it's his size, man, his body shape and his mass and stuff. He's it could cutting, be, and some people just yeah. have a hard time with it. He's cutting significant weight too to make the the UFC heavyweight limit of two sixty five. So that being said as well, I mean, all that being factored in is still not an excuse necessarily, in my opinion. If you're a professional athlete and this is your chosen sport, you got to be able to do the things that are well, especially appropriate been for that long now. Yeah, but that being said, short and sweet. Uh, I think Greg Hardy still kind of knocks him out though, because I think Sergey I think Sergey Spivak's gonna he's gonna struggle with the power that Greg Hardy presents. And that's a very it's a very possible yeah it's a very possible thing, and I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything past that for sure. Hello, Lily. Hey, they say hi. Okay, in a second, just give me a second. Uh, Big important stuff. That's our cue. We got two fights left, motherfuckers. So, Mm -hmm. like I say, um, this next fight, you talk about making weights. We got a guy who's going down to 170, which I think might actually be uh, his better weight class. But we're going to have to see how he does. You got Kevin Holland versus Alex Cowboy Oliveira, who is just tough as fuck. Yep. And talk talk about it, just a fun fight, right? Like, there's a reason why this one's on the pay-per-view and it's in its plot. Even with Alex Oliveira coming off a couple losses, you know, he's still the Brazilian cowboy. He's still, oh, it's still a tough test still, for Kevin Holland at 170. Yeah. yeah, he still has a ton of respect in my book, and in, I know in a ton of uh, other fight fans, you know, book as well. But that being said, it, it kind of plays perfectly, in my opinion, at least to uh, Kevin Holland's style. Cowboy is not going to go in there trying to look to take him down too much, at least in my opinion. That's never really what he's presented in fights in the past. He's slick with submissions, but that's one thing that Kevin Holland is good at is he's good at submissions. So even if the fight does go down, I feel like their jujitsu may be able to counteract each other. And I feel as though with the size advantage that Kevin Holland now has moving down weight classes, he may be able to kind of look slick out there with the uh range advantage and stuff that it brings i I feel like this is a good fight for kevin holland to move down weight classes but with that being said cowboy definitely brings a lot of challenges but i still am going uh the other way on this one all right j-bone who you got i'm with you man i'm a big fan of this guy big mouth i love it dude i was watching highlights earlier of him man that dude Highly entertaining guy, but like you said, he's a big dude, and he, his reach is going to be uh, something to look at too. And he hits hard and can take a punch. And he hits hard and cutting that weight down, he's going to be mm-hmm. strong, man. So, um, yeah. I, I think he's going to win this one. I think I think he's going to win by knockout. So, yeah, that's what that I would, either that or submission is what I would imagine. I imagine it's a finish one way or the other. But yeah, I could. I agree. I think Oliveira is going to be tough. I mean, he's not going to be somebody he's going to put away easy. He's got a chin and he hits hard and he knows how to he knows how to fight on his feet. Um, I think it'll be a good test for Kevin Holland at 170 for sure. Uh, but I I'm going to go with Kevin Holland in this one, but I still am kind of holding the jury out to kind of see how he does with the weight first. Um All right, the last fight we got on here, obviously we went a little bit out of order, but you got <laughs> 
Rafael Dos Anjos versus Hanato Moicano now. Uh, what are your thoughts on Moicano stepping up to come fight Rafael Dos Anjos that quick? I mean, that's a big fucking... And yeah. Andy was coming off that match uh, just a couple weeks ago, so it's not like he uh, wasn't, you know, already maybe, you know, dealing with some injuries coming off the fight and such. And for him to step in, take, you know, really close to the contracted original weight of 155, it's, it's now at 160, which for a catch weight, it doesn't get much closer, five pounds. That's, that's pretty close to the original weight class. That being said... Moicano presents some challenges, but I feel as though if you're RDA and you're RDA's camp, this is a win. This is a win for you guys. You still got to go in there and perform, right? You still got to go in there and actually get the win. But uh, this is definitely an easier opponent. You you maintained the slot on the pay-per-view. Shout out Moicano for taking yeah. the fight and allowing it to still be five rounds, which is – crazy in my opinion with such short notice but well, uh yeah, well, well before you go what was the the short notice how, how long did he take this fight for he how just fought two it? weeks ago he yeah, just okay. fought two weeks ago and then not only that he accepted the fight monday if i'm not mistaken yeah, okay. and he and he was in brazil when he accepted the fight so but he remember he his body is still just coming out of a camp too though yeah, but you know right. how fighters are, man. Them, them two weeks after, the, it, it don't take long for some of these guys to swell up. And Moicano is not a small guy. I don't know how he made featherweight for so long. He, he is. He looks a lot bigger than a lot of the 55ers in their height and length-wise. So uh, he might even be bigger than RDA, honestly. Like when I didn't see him face off yet, you know. But he might honestly be bigger than RDA, so – Either way, though, I feel as though RDA is going to be able to get this one done. It's it, He may be able to uh, grind him out both on the feet and on the floor. But Moicano's got some slick uh, power and some slick ground game. So it wouldn't be a shock to me if Moicano's able to pull it off. But I favor RDA in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think RDA is going to be too tough of a test. But I disagree with you when you say that this, if with it being RDA, you know, that you just look at, look at it as a win in the sense that Moicano has nothing to lose. Like this is going to be like a huge step up against a former world champion. If he loses, you could just say, well, RDA did his job. Now, if RDA goes in there and gets caught by this kid, Mm -hmm. it's going to fuck his shit up, man. I'm telling you, I think uh, RDA has got a lot more to lose in this fight than people think is going to happen. Now, I, I'm not saying I think he beats Moicano, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying let's not forget. Moicano is basically getting a free step up here, yep. and if he wins, he doesn't lose anything. If RDA yep. loses, he goes down a ways down the line. And the a big thing of this too, right, is uh, our, RDA, like you say, he's got way more to lose in my opinion. But the reason why I say it's a win if you're his camp and stuff is because I feel as though the uh, Hafiel Fazeev fight was a tougher, tougher. Oh, totally a tougher fight. Yeah, so that that's why I say the the you know it's a win if you're the camp is because I feel as though. Oh yeah, is it a little bit easier opponent? Sure, but I think now there's also a little more pressure in a way too because you're almost I don't want to say expected to win. But he's yeah. kind of expected to win, so yeah, I don't that's know, a, man. That's a very true point. That's a very true. J Bone, who do you got in this one, bro? I'm taking RDA too, man. It's just uh, it's too close of a turnaround for me. I mean, I know some 
sometimes those fighters, you know, they can they can stretch that. But like you say, man, like you just don't know where he's at right now. I mean, props to him for taking the fight. I mean, that's a you gotta be a ballsy motherfucker, especially against a guy of RDA's caliber, but a former world champ, dude. Yeah, I think this I think he's just he's just gonna be too much for him on this particular night, man. So I'm taking RDA. Yeah, I mean Moicano is not somebody to mess around with. He's only gotten beat by the like top level guys, you know. So it's gonna be a tough one, man. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough match still, but I, I think RDA will be able to pull it off. It's going to be a tough match for sure. Like I say, me, J-Bone, and Corey hopefully will be getting together for UFC 272. I know Corey will be with me for AEW Revolution Sunday as well. We got a lot of shit going on this weekend. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of blood. Before we go, I've been tracking you guys' picks. I don't know if you see me over here with the – not the pedencil, the – Marker. I can't think of a cool name. We need that right needs now. to be the next Madarka. shirt. Maybe the black and white shirt that everybody's calling for. I'll get me a pedencil yeah. shirt. So if you take if you take Kyle's parlay for tonight's picks right now, you got plus 763. You throw a solid 20 bucks on that, you're winning $172 if you hit it. Fuck yeah, don't let me do that. All right. Now take Corey's parlay, slightly different, just by two fights. Plus twenty two eighty two. You throw a twenty on that. Holy shit, you're winning four hundred and seventy six big bucks, baby. Now you take my parlay because I switched one. I wasn't going to tell you guys, but I switched from Kobe. Look at this son of a bitch cheating. He's got the pedencil, the marker board, and all that shit. If you're chasing the cash, man, you need to be hitting up the homies from G three payroll tax shout out to the homies jack over there g3 payroll tax our sponsor again for the month of march like i said uh yeah get your taxes done plus 22.95 if you take my parlay throw a 20 on that you win 479 bucks might be worth that kind of money you win that kind of money all you got to do is buy some knockouts and three counts t-shirts man hell yeah get you one making some money around here And then, you know what I'm going to get me next, though, dude? It's, uh, you know, two shows and errands and all that stuff. It's time for my fat ass to eat. I'm going to watch, uh, I'm going to watch probably Bel Air. And, uh, again, I might have to go back and recheck out RPW and, uh, ICW because I kind of passed out through the middle of them. And, uh, yeah, dude, like I said, a lot of shit to talk about, a lot of shit to see. So, uh, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button so you know what you can see come Tuesday, 9 p.m. Make sure you're following those social medias at KO3CPod so that you know who will be joining us this Tuesday. And, hey, I heard BCWA is coming back, so uh, you never know who you might see in that box. And, again, make sure you check out today's episode with TZ Jones as well. Uh, if you're in the area for AEW Revolution, check out the Fan Fest. And, uh, yeah, man. Peace, love, chicken grease, all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, man. Peace.